This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Sun. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Barry Stein. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. <laughs> it's time. For the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. August 9, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And this week, what do you need besides $5 and a comfortable chair, says the folks at Brickhouse Cigars. And joining us today will be Sean Poser. He is the New England sales representative for J.C. Newman Company There's out of no Tampa, Florida. R at the end of his name. Poza. 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 Out of Tampa, Florida, J.C. Newman Company, who incidentally have been fighting for their lives. They are the last factory in Tampa standing right now. Such right now, in the hands of the FDA, we'll explain that. Uh, and it's tis the season for new cigars, lawsuits in the cigar world. We'll explain that also. we got cigar news and views and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of The Cigar Authority. And what an edition it is. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast always. on location this week. It says Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, and you know what I do. I read mm. off the prompter. This is Seabrook, New Hampshire, exit one off 95, and you are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us because I can hear you guys in my headset, <laughs> jerks. I invented that trick. Tune in at the Cigar Authority. Dot com and watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. And for those of you just tuning in, we do have a new toy, yeah. a new mixer, and we have the ability to mute mics going to the broadcast itself, but they stay in our headsets or cans, as Chuck would call them. So they Giggity. think it's funny to <laughs> mess with my cans while I'm trying to Giggity. read my script. Oh, that was very difficult. Yeah, I was talking <laughs> while you were talking, and uh, it was enjoyable putting in your can. There yeah. we go. <laughs> so what is going on here? We have Brickhouse cigars all over the place. We have chairs, including the chair you're sitting on. This is the yeah. Brickhouse. Look at this. I got two cup holders. Yep. And this is, what is this called? A folding chair? No this would be like a tailgating chair. Tailgating chair? Yeah, you fold it up into a little bag. Or sometimes they're called bag chairs. You fold it up in a little bag, even if you had a pickup truck. You throw it behind the bench seat. And it's tailgating time. You whip out a couple of chairs. And the bag says Brickhouse Cigars on Boom. it. The chair says Brickhouse Cigars on it. This is something you want. You want to have it. I oh, think cigar yeah. guys want them. Um, They're cool f- as hell. Yeah. And you get them simply by buying a box of Brickhouse at participating stores across the United States right now that you buy three any three single Brickhouse Cigars, and you get this Barry Stein, as we like to call yes. it, or how, how you guys would call it is a Bear Stein, but it, just a Barry Stein. It's the Barry Stein. It says Brickhouse Cigars on it. What this country needs is a good 
Five cent cigar, and five cent is crossed out, and it says five dollars. Yes, because that's way back from Thurgood yeah, Marshall yeah. saying five cent cigar. This is where time has taken us from five cents to the five dollars. But as you know, five dollars is a great price for a premium cigar. And we do urge you to seek out the your brick and mortar uh, retail shop that is running the promotion. One of our listeners yeah. did order from us. But it was because his shop isn't running the promotion. Okay. They sell Brickhouse, I believe, but they're not running this, so he bought a box from he us. Wants a chance at the That's chance. not the whole point of it, but yeah. uh, he did end up getting in for uh, his yeah, 10 chances we're, we're, to the, win the chair. The idea of this show is uh, to help promote brick and mortar retailers. That's what we want to do, that's what we are, uh, although everybody has their own uh, websites and things like that. Sure. Um, you need to support your brick-and-mortar retailer. Keep them alive. Have a place to go to. And uh, it doesn't cost a lot of money to go into that store. You go in, you buy yourself a nice $5 cigar like Brickhouse, yep. and you're off and rolling. In this case, three brick houses today or this month actually get you a, uh, a Barry Brickhouse Stein? Barry Stein. And if, um, <laughs> if you buy a whole box, you get the Barry Stein and you get the chair. The tailgating chair. You buy three, you get a chance to win the ultimate chair. If really you buy a box, you badass. get ten chances. It's badass. It is a, uh, what is the name of the company from Sleep um, yeah, you're, you're, Chair something? I don't know. There was a name of, name of the chair anyway. I can't remember what it's called. But uh, it has the logo of the Brickhouse Cigars on it. It's a recliner, two cup holders, uh, leather chair. It's a $1,000 chair. And yeah. I want one. You know, this is uh, it's theater seating, is what it is. It certainly is theater seating. So what's awesome about it is it looks sturdy enough to hold a person of my size. There we go. If your stature, as we stature, like to say, caliber, yes. And uh, I would say no problem. Yeah, no problem. You're good. So uh, look for it. This is called uh, the Brick House Five Dollar and a Comfortable Chair promotion. event promotion, yep. uh, and it's happening at cigar stores across the country. Anybody that bought into the package of. Um, you have to buy so many boxes of cigars yep, to get yep. on. We have this going on all month at all three Two Guys Smoke Shop locations. True. And, and uh, this, this store is doing it uh, for weekends, for weeks, whatever. We chose to do it all month long uh, for ourselves. And uh, we're moving some cigars, that's for sure. Uh, we found that this uh, $5 in a comfortable chair is not $5 everywhere. Uh, our friend Rudy. Poor Rudy. Wow. $16 and change? 1580 I think it was. Was something. it $1580? Unbelievable. For a brick house Robusto. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's more than 100% tax right there. Yes, it is. $16. That's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, this is Canada, and hey, who knows where we're headed, because right now, listen, all the uh, me asking you guys to make the phone calls, to write to Congress, to write to the FDA, it's over, folks. I did it once for every single email address that I have. Yeah, I did too. Uh, I did it with uh, different companies that I have, and I did it with different organizations that I belong to. Every single way Consumer, I could. Consumer, as yeah. a buyer, yep. as a manager. Every way I could possibly do it. Um, unfortunately, I, 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 my God, it's in the, it's in the FDA hand, FDA's hands. There's nothing left but the crying that's going to happen after we hear what the regulations are going to be. And they're going to be something. Hopefully they decide to take their own sweet time like government work usually is. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. This has to do with taxes, though. They're, not, they're going to rush this through. No, this has nothing to do, nothing with, to do ta- with taxes. taxes. Yet. Believe me, it has something to do yeah. with taxes. Yeah. yeah. It'll go through quickly. 
when, when, when they're going to end up uh, separating it to the degree they're going to separate it, it's going to be the, – the idea is OTP, other tobacco products. And what they would like to do is say that cigars are these other tobacco products, therefore taxed at high, high rates. 68%. Right. Craziness. Yeah. So, Not as high as Rudy's tax, but – Listen, and, and they let us know that this is how it started. They get their foot in the door, and they, they get a little bit, and they take a lot, and that's it. And we know how the government is, that once they get the money, they want it all the time. Well, they, they can't they, get enough. They wastefully spend it at the end of their quarter so that they can continue to get the money. Here we go. So uh, we have a choice of Brickhouse, Robusto, and Natural or Maduro. Let's I start feel like with we the should natural. start with the natural right. and then work our way to the Maduro. Right. It's like starting with the main course and then going Chuck? to dessert. Barry Stein here, and we Thank have Mr. John. Not to be confused with with the, the Barry, Barry Stein, Stein, which is the uh, which is the which you drink mug looking of, thing, which you drink out of. So uh, Brickhouse is um, is a five by fifty robusto, and um, this was uh, a few years back when it first came out, the cigar of the year. Yes, it was, which, which uh, was amazing because two thousand eight, I believe. Yeah, when it came out. As a low price cigar, then now it's ridiculous that it's this low, but um, it was pretty low at five dollars, and everything else that was its competition was much higher than it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet it's still, you know, price aside. What are you doing? I'm just looking at my cap. That's all all right. right. I, I was being Dave Garofalo from last week. All right, week. I'm watching what you're doing, and I'm saying what's going on here. But it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising their prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. They lowered their price, too. These are the two companies, actually, that have taken off dramatically mm. since S-chip happened and taxation and things like that, that you got one company here that lowered their price down to that that $5 price range, and then you have Brickhouse that came out during this yeah. as a low-price cigar, uh, value-price cigar. I don't know which way to say it, but it is. Listen, FDA, if, you, if you're listening, and I know we can't say anything to you anymore. This is a premium cigar. It absolutely is. And it is not $10. It's $5. It's a premium cigar. Brickhouse saved me this morning. I got stuck in traffic, as you did as well. Yep. The difference between the two of us is I just lit up a cigar. I had uh, a Brickhouse in my car, grabbed it, yep. and lit I it up. A, what I did was eat another breakfast sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I go to. I go to the food. Let me pull off here and get a couple of more sandwiches. And I won't be as aggravated as there I was am. no pulling off for me because the uh, you were in between two exits. I was on the on ramp. I was ready to drive on the lawn. If you were really stuck and you weren't going to make it, I was going to drive on the lawn. And he didn't call me. He texts me, which means I'm driving, and he texts me. Well, in and case I was you were there, but I was standing still anyway. Yeah. It didn't matter. I mean, we were. In, All right. In so I wanted to go with a low price lighter because we've got the low price cigar. So I wanted to match things up. We're going with the Venom. This it's also is Vertigo known, by Vertigo. Yeah, it's also known as the Poor Man's Flat Flame because it's a triple jet. You made jet. that up. I did. Okay, it's not known as that. You made it up, and once I say it, okay. like cigar liberties, yeah, it becomes the thing. Okay, I don't know why I've been I've been blessed with this gift or some. some you may call it a curse. Yeah, but I make up the thing, and then it becomes that. All right. So this the, is the poor man's flat because so that's what it is. Because that's what it is. Right. So instead of making their jets in a, the typical triangle, they went straight in a line and made it like, like a, a flat like, a, like a straight eight 
cylinder uh, vehicle, except it's three. So you okay. can you can paint it up. It's nine ninety nine for this lighter. So you got they're they're expensive they're expensive flat flame. That's called black label. Yes, that's the black label. And you're talking a hundred dollars. Right, but that's a actually flat flame. Right now, this one, the poor man's flat flame, is how much? Ten dollars. Is this ten dollars? Ten dollars. I thought it's more than ten dollars. Ten dollars. Unbelievable. Did you really think that, or you just your no? I really argument? thought. I thought there was only one ten dollar one, but this no, one's a ten dollar one too. Stop my. trying to touch my lighter. You know, you guys get the cutters. I don't get a cutter. You guys get the lighter. I don't get a lighter. You didn't bring. I'm at, your, I'm you didn't at bring his your mercy. Tools? Yeah, you are. Listen, I don't lose gracefully. You got your rear end kick. I certainly did. But that doesn't mean I have to like it, and it doesn't mean I have to All not. Right. Give I heard a hard you like that very much. <laughs> so, uh, Brickhouse is not anything new, but new cigars are coming in all the time, and this is what they have to compete against. It's not easy, man. Yeah, it's you, not you easy. You got a guy that's on Brickhouse or something, and you show him the new cigar. He goes, "Listen, I'm content where I am right here. I know new stuff is coming out, but what do you have?" That's well, this kind of value the newest, to me. The newest thing that just came out yeah. 13 minutes ago. Yes. Is the Great White. It is. This is the Great White. I have it right here because it came out at 12 noon today because starting tomorrow morning, it's Shark Week. Yes, it is. So we put this out for people to buy it today and then tomorrow we'll light it up as they begin the most watched cable TV series ever. Shock Week, yeah. which is pretty cool. Now, what so, we have here is a band that's in the middle of the cigar. Those that are watching can see this, but explain for our radio listeners. I'm getting there. Okay. Uh, on the band is the, the shape of a fin. The band itself is actually a little ovular, but so you can hold on to it and get a good grip. But the, It doesn't wrap around, shape. but it, it fins out. It does. It sticks right up off the top. What I like about the wrapper itself is as the cigar starts to burn, you can hold on to the band. And you can smoke the cigar, right to the and nut. then it becomes your little uh, roach clip, if you will. But it's paper. It's good. It's good. I gave this cigar, by the way, in my review, 94. Okay, speaking of review, so you guys, both Barry and yourself, Barry, who does reviews and has been hired to do some reviews and stuff because you were hired to do some reviews. I was absolutely <laughs> not hired to do any reviews. Well, uh, now we know why. Well, yeah. the, the original thing was Dave insisted that the old web guy teach him how to upload stuff because he gets stuff all the time and he was going to upload the stuff and just put it on. Mm-hmm. That lasted a day. And then after that, he realized There's what a pain it is. too much to do in a day. It's just and then, much. yeah, for the 30 seconds it takes to put it up, and then he stopped doing it. I never did Thank it. you. I never did it. Thank you for not doing it. Mm-hmm. Barry yeah. gets a job. He gets a job. And you, you do very well, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate your it. Review, your review skills are, need a little work, but... Well, the people that come to our site would disagree. We had 697 votes. Okay, so the idea was that both of you would do a review. We talked about it last week. Both would do a review on a cigar that wasn't out yet, and nobody did a review on ever because it doesn't come out till today. Correct. So here it is, and you guys smoked it in advance of it, and it's the Great White. It is a Brazilian wrapper. A little Montefino in there. And some Nicaraguan filler and binder. Uh, comes in trays of 10. It's an $8 retail cigar. It is a limited, limited release. It is only available for one week a this year. This cigar put the hee-hee in Michael Jackson's crotch grab. That's how good it is. Really? 
Did you mention that on you? I did not. I just came up with it now. I wish I had added that in. Here we go. It would have been more votes for me, so I wish you did, too. So Mr. Jonathan likes to um, have everything be a contest. Everything, no matter what. It doesn't matter. If we're eating lunch, he finishes first, and he says, (laughs) I ate first. I finished first. It doesn't matter what the hell it is. Everything is a contest to you. Meanwhile, Monday morning, when we take this review and we post it live, he's like, this is not a competition. It's not about who wins. It's yeah, that's just about the that's cigar. That's the setup. God well, forbid he gets ahead. No, no, no. Then you never hear it. Then Barry played Dirty Pool, and he omitted some of my stuff. Because when I went no, back I and looked at it. nothing. All right, so let me let me continue on here that the idea was both of you were to do a review. And the people out there that go onto the website, who's it on? TheCigarAuthority.com? Yeah. The people that go on TheCigarAuthority.com would go there and say, there's two reviews here. Uh, pick which one you think is the best. Mm-hmm. And what do they do? Click the button. That's it. It was radio buttons. You click yep. the person you want. Click vote. Boom. Done. And there we go. That was as easy as that. And we had how many votes? 697. 697 votes. How many of those votes came by way of being on the website longer than 10 seconds? Probably about 540 of them. Okay. All right. Just making sure. Okay. So... Um, we, we saw this little hanky-panky going on. Yeah. Somebody, that uh, was not generated by me, by the way. I blame my sister. Every, every one You're of those accessory. people. Every one of those people voted for you. Yeah. Every one. Every single one. Not even one person so, voted differently. So wh- this what is I, a hanky-panky fact. My sister was getting on the plane. She gave me a call yesterday as I was going into DJ, our cousin's wedding. And uh, she said that she had everyone in the office on their phone and on their computer do their double voting. Double voting, yeah. Oh. I told her I was very disappointed in her, and thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I heard you were disappointed because it wasn't enough to win. Well, I mean, she could have gone to the other floors. <laughs> so how how'd the, uh, the final tally come up to The it? final tally, I had 67.86% of the vote. Jonathan had a measly 32.14. And it's not the total, nearly the blowout that it was. The total votes was 473 to 224. All right. So I doubled More you than up. double. Yeah. More than doubled you. Yeah. Now, truthfully, you, re- you didn't read each other's review till after you wrote them. Right. And, Mr. Jonathan, who had the best review? I believe I did. Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone else thought differently. Now, if you took the 200-something votes that Mr. Jonathan got, and you subtract the, the Fuji-Luji ones. <laughs> it, it what would like, I have, five? It looked like about 100 votes, give or take. So 100 out of 500 or 600. And I, I, I have to think that because it became a contest, people... Only because you on made both, it a contest. No, people on both sides just clicked the button without really evaluating the reviews. So my proposal is... So more people like me oh, than they like you. My proposal is we do a blind review the next time. If we're going to go head-to-head again, we go blind. Mm-hmm. Nobody, Nobody knows. knows and it it's is. the color of the font. Maybe it's red and green. Okay. We'll go Christmas colors. Maybe we'll do it for okay. Christmas. So you're red, I'm green, oh. or the other way around. Nobody knows. We never tell anybody. We make the solemn and, vow. And this includes not to let family not, members in Nobody knows. It. We just leave it. And it's just people have to read the reviews and then rate the review itself. Review the review. And when you say it brings the Michael Jackson hee hee in there, they'll say, wow, this is Mr. Jonathan. And it'll be so easy well, to tell it's yes. you. I mean, yeah, well, your, your, your review had notes of Chinese peapods. Yeah. Who that, the hell knows what a Chinese peapod tastes like? You know exactly what a Chinese peapod tastes he like. He wouldn't know a Chinese you peapod ate, unless you deep fried and put in chocolate sauce. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Everybody always picks on the package. <laughs> 
Chinese people. <laughs> now, was, if we're talking edamame. We both picked – We both. it's edamame, but we both okay. picked up on the cinnamon, which I found interesting. Our reviews were very similar. It's cinnamon just that and chocolate. Somebody's vernacular was way over the top. Mine, I noticed, was more like a trident gum wrapper, cinnamon, and then it moved from the wrapper into the gum. Yours was just cinnamon. I don't know why that makes yours better. Because yours is over the top. How is that over the top? It's we're just we're talking about cinnamon, but cinnamon comes in many incarnations, which I know because I've got a very complicated and sophisticated palate. I can tell the difference between gum wrapper cinnamon and gum cinnamon. And real cinnamon. See, you're just proving the point right now why I won. I don't understand how that makes you better. He's talking to the people. You're trying Regular too people. hard. <laughs> you're talking to people that dance with other men. <laughs> That's who you're trying to talk to. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But you both like the cigar. Mm, very much. We both short. We, we actually gave it the same rating. Same rating. 94. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I love the cigar. and I couldn't I, I believe when I found out what you rated it. I couldn't believe it, that it was the same. Yeah, I wrote my review. I told him to email me his review. He emailed me. I cut and pasted them into the review and both independently scored it in 94. All right. There's less than 50 shops around the country to carry it. And the idea is everyone is going to run out within a week mm. on purpose. It's only for shock week. That's it. And then it, if there's any left, they should actually pull them. Kind of a failed business model, if you ask me. It's not a business model. It's a little the goal fun is, for shock week. The goal should and, be to. And the idea is with this? to wait till next year because there's not this one is coming out. There's another shock. This is called the Great White. What's next year's shock? A different one. That's all you got to know. It's a different one. Could be a box price hammerhead. Is there anyone that knows? No, not even me. Really? The factory, which is in Nicaragua, that actually wants to remain anonymous, doesn't even want you to know they're doing it. Okay. And they don't even want to know who's doing it. Hmm. And there's a long story. And is there is there a possibility that the the factory is not always the factory? Could it be another Could be switched, factory? But they liked it and they did a very small amount and they want to do it again. And if you rated a ninety four, I don't see what they, I think they're deserving of it. I'm not disagreeing at all. But this factory obviously does very good with medium to medium plus cigars. Do they also do well with I would say mild cigars? Plus, right? I would say this is pretty strong. It, by, the end, it, by the time you have to use the band, it does get into medium plus. Yeah, Barry and I both nailed definitely that Definitely the as last well. third of the cigar it was the last ramps third. it up a notch. Yeah, yeah. It violently, just like a shark attack, yeah. just bites your back. So jumps right up. The end. Boom. So don't mess around with it. But it's a little torpedo and uh, pretty good. Interesting cigar. Uh, hasn't been done before. We've seen cigars that... So more copy cigars this week yeah. from people coming in, and here's some more ideas. But this is a unique idea. Watch for it, folks, because many people are going to copy this. Tattoo uh, also dropped back again. Everyone's been out of it, and yes. Tattoo is now back. In, in different sizes. Yes, four sizes. Yeah, um, that's Pete Johnson's new t- t- uh, Tattoo. Three of them are 52 ring gauge, and one of them is 60 ring gauge. The plane, so the plane. You've got... Yeah. <laughs> You've got Wasn't a six, that tattoo? That was tattoo. You yeah. got a six by sixty. You got a five by fifty-two. A six by fifty-two and a torpedo, which is five and a half by fifty-two. All right, what else came? And in? each box has different artwork on it. Yes, which is a actual tattoo that's on Pete Johnson. Oh wow! On his body. On his body. I think yeah. I like it less now. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I got it's a little mo- moderately awkward. Don't you think? 
No. But, I mean, body art's supposed to be kind of personal. You put that stuff Yeah, but when you have it on your arms and it's showing when you wear a short sleeve what, shirt. What if one of the sizes, no one is really, not no one, but hardly anyone has ever seen, and you say, where's that one? I don't see that one. Oh, that's Same the way. one that's on my left ball. Okay. Now I'm... Next. Moving. Now I'm interested. Okay, moving along. <laughs> it's time for the classic three-way. Let's go to that. You've heard of... You've heard of Epic Rap That battle. was the remix. But now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, this is a three-way competition. Mr. Jonathan, Chuck, and Barry. And last week, actually, somebody mentioned to me and said Barry ran away with it, right? Yeah. So I mentioned it to you. You weren't there? Nope. Mentioned to me that you think Barry had the answers or checked and did his homework beforehand, and I said, it's possible they can all do their homework or whatever, getting ready for it. Do you know how Dave does it? Well, we know it has something to do with the day of the show, but I don't sit there and try to figure out what the possible question is. All right, I'm going to trip you guys up today, just in case that's what you did. All right. Just in case, and nobody knew this until right now, but instead of today, August 9th, I'm going... To the future, August tenth, tomorrow. You told me in the text message today is the tenth. Uh, Did I say that? No. <laughs> that would be possible for me to mess up like that. My but, favorite is when Dave sends classified information to group texts mm, because yes. he never ever looks to see who he's texting. He just starts randomly texting, and I'm like, "Hey, that's classified." Classified. We, there's, no, there's no secrets in this there's industry. No, there's no need to send that to Sean Poza. So I'm going to August tenth tomorrow. And tomorrow, it is Antonio Banderas' birthday. Antonio, Antonio Banderas. Banderas. Uh, he became known for his roles in the mock of Zorro, uh, oh, yeah. Assassins, Desperado. He Desperado a, with that love scene. Oh. He won Best Actor in his role in 2006 film, Take the Lead. Also played Puss in Boots in Shrek sequels, Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. He married uh, Madeline Griffin, Griffith. Melanie Griffith. Melanie Griffith in 1996, who incidentally was born today also, who was born today, but this is tomorrow. Uh, the couple had one daughter, then divorced. He appeared in a 1994 film, Interview with a Vampire, with Brad Pitt. He's born tomorrow. What year? What do you got, Barry? 1962. 62. Jonathan? 68. And Chuck? 69. 69. It's 1960. You guys are all over. Wow. All over. No points for anybody. Tomorrow is the birth date of Ian Anderson. Anything? Nope. Jethro Tull? Jethro Tull! Flute player, songwriter, and vocalist for the band Jethro Tull, who also played keyboard and harmonica along with other instruments. He owns several salmon farms here in New England, and he is celebrating his birthday tomorrow. 
Ian Anderson, the lead singer and flutist. Flu- flutist? What is it? A flutist? Flutist. Flutist. <laughs> For uh, Jethro Tell, Jonathan. 1951. 51. 45. 45. 44. 44. It's 47. Chucky D. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck gets Damn a it. point. Chuck gets a point. Uh, tomorrow is the birthday of Herbert Hoover, the late, great Herbert Hoover, 31, 31st president of the United States, who oversaw the country's relief um, to Belgium during World War I and also best known for his mishandling of the Great Depression. Born tomorrow is the late, great Herbert Hoover. What do you say, Barry? 1870. 1870. 1840. 1840. 1880. 1880. 1870 will take it. 1874. Barry gets a point. We got one to one with uh, Chuck and uh, Barry. And uh, for those of you keeping score, I have zero points still. As usual. Uh, tomorrow's the birthday of Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean. Anything? James Dean? Sausages. Sausages. And country singer. There we go. Big band singer who turned... Uh, he was uh, Diamond Forever in the 1971 film James Bond and Sean Connery and television host. He gave the puppeteer Jim Henson from the Muppets their first media exposure ever on the Jimmy Dean show. He's a businessman and created the Jimmy Dean sausage brand. Uh, never finished high school, made it well. Jimmy Dean was born tomorrow. What year, Mr. Jonathan? 1932. 1932. 1919. 1919. 1923. 1923 for a point. 1928. So Barry gets two. It's two to one to zero. You'll never guess who zero is. <laughs> Jack Haley, born in Massachusetts. He performed vaudeville comedy shorts before his uh, big film, uh, The Wizard of Oz, where he played the Tin Man, appearing in 35 films. He was remembered from Moon Over Miami, um, which is not to be confused with Moon with Moon Over Miami, the uh, meal at the um, IHOP. Also, <laughs> also celebrating their birthday today, by the way, is Terry Fournier. Yes, he is. I was going to mention that at the end. Uh, but he was the uh, scare, um, the the Tin Man on The Wizard of Oz. Born tomorrow. What year, Mr. Jonathan? I'm going 1901. 1901. Barry. 1898. 1898. Two points. Two points. What did you have just for the hell of it? 1887. Two points. Barry is kicking it at four to one. Chuck, you're such a loser. To zero. <laughs> to zero. Uh, should we go any further? Leo Fender. He made his money repairing radios as a teenager in California. Then came out with Fender Before, guitars. Yes, he did. You know who these people are anyway. Fender guitars uh, got a Grammy Award in 2009 for his contribution to outstanding technology in the recording field. He created the Fender guitar. He, he and Les Paul made it big with guitars. He's born tomorrow. What year, Mr. Jonathan? 1919. 1919. Chuck? I want Barry to go first before me here. I'm doing the math. Hold on one second. You had all this time. This is how he does it. 1939. He cheats. 1939. He's waiting for the bell. 1920. 1920. What did you have, Mr. Jonathan? 1919. You're all over. 1909. You're all over. Fail. Ronnie Spector. Ronnie Spector? Regina Spector's dad. Rock and roll pioneer who formed the Ronettes group and sang Be My Baby. Uh, her Be first album, the, Ro- the Ronettes, in 1961. Six-year marriage to Phil Spector. The Wall of Sound, it ended in 1974. He was married to a man? She was married to a man, yes. 
Ronnie Spector. Oh, Ronnie Spector. Okay, I thought that She's was a boy. She's featured in the Eddie Money 1986. Yes, she is. Take Me Home Tonight, just like Ronnie says, Be My Little Baby. Yes. You know her, right? I know her. Celebrating her birthday tomorrow. It is, uh, what do you got, Chuck? 1900. 1900. 32. 32. I'm say 39 again. 39 will take the point. God. 43. 43. Barry, five, Barry. Five to one to Did zero. Did you have that written down? 39. Your thumb's in the way. Barry didn't All even right. know what what day I was going to pick, so he's just really, really good at this. Mr. Jonathan's really, really bad at it. And Chuck, who was the champion, you had no competition before. All right. So it's time to step it up. This is the last one. Just to make it hurt, yep. Michael <laughs> Bivens. That's it. Former member of the R&B group from the new edition and hip-hop group Belleville DeVoe. Uh, pioneered the new Jack Swing sound, combining elements of hip-hop and R&B. Moved to management and uh, Boyz to Men. He did a recording label of the uh, Storty Rich Enterprises. From Boston, Massachusetts, celebrating his birthday tomorrow is Michael Bivens. Born what year? Barry. 74. 74. 72. 72. 60. 60 for the point, Chuck. 68. So it's two. Did you write down 60 or did you wait until? I actually wrote 65. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted the under. I knew you guys were over. Yeah, you got to write it down anyway. So that is it. Wow. uh, Barry is is the uh, reigning champ here and he continues to uh, make it hurt. Uh, whichever classic you choose, it's classic cigars available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Reviews, trivia. I don't know. The new guy. The new guy. He's got it all going on. It's called Beginner's Luck. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, Sean Poser is here from Brickhouse Cigars, uh, and uh, he is from our good friends at J.C. Newman Cigars who have been fighting for their lives. Sean will explain today how that is going. Um, also, we got lawsuits and trademarks. You won't believe it. And uh, we got lots more. So uh, we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Come on down and see us if you're in the area. And uh, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar. This cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want in a great, rich cigar. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Uh, Something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. 
five bucks and a comfortable chair genius meet the perfect cigar to share with friends brick house by jc newman handmade in nicaragua with a fine havana subido wrapper brick house starts out earthy and crisp and burns well rounded and smooth nothing stands the test of a good time like a brick house for more visit brickhousecigars.com cigar smokers how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But, oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Top of Hawaii Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. It is. It's a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. We have lots of nonsense this week. The FDA may take down the oldest cigar factory in the country. They're the last one standing, and it means a lot of jobs, including uh, the job from the guy sitting to the right of me in a, in a comfortable chair. You comfortable in that chair? I'm comfortable. You are. He's got a comfortable <laughs> chair over there. It's Sean Poser from the J.C. Newman Company. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority, Sean. Thank you very much, Dave. And uh, first off, uh, the wife is ready to give birth. Any second now. Any she second. Burst. So in case the phone rings and you get up abruptly, we won't, we'll know what's going on. You just run if you no, have to. No, she can wait she can until wait. the segment's over. <laughs> She'll understand. Show some dedication. <laughs> this is it. Well, congratulations in advance. You and uh, you'll be lighting up a celebration yeah. cigar pretty soon. Go. The question is, what cigar out of the portfolio of J.C. Newman would you light up to celebrate the birth of your child? Oh, Do you have one of those uh, limited edition Cameroon ones kicking around? You no, know, the first one coming to mind is a Maximus Number no. 4. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. You love the Maximus. Diamond yes. Crown Maximus. <laughs> and you like, the, the, you like the Diamond Crown Maduro. That's right. Love the Diamond Crown Maduro. So what exactly is happening with the J.C. Newman factory? They got a lot of press. Yesterday was the last day that anybody could help and write to the FDA. Yep. That's over. There's nothing left but the crying going on right now. Yep. Uh, so there's nothing we can ask the people to do, but let them know exactly what's going on with them. So basically what is the end result is the FDA is looking to regulate the cigars. Yes. And, and the cigars that they make in the Tampa factory, we're not talking about the cigars like Brickhouse or things like yeah. that necessarily. We'll yeah, see what they, the FDA... They, they, they yeah, very they well could, yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, the one thing that uh, would be hurt right up front, right away, would be the cigars in the Tampa factory. Every one of them. Every gone. single one of them. All the factory throwouts, and then uh, I think, uh, well, and also your Trader Jacks, yes. things such as that, would all be... Uh, out the door. Yeah. Now, isn't there some some exemption that they're pushing for to make that factory, since it is 150 years old, 
to have those products be exempt to save those people's jobs? Yeah, they're trying to get exempt for the simple fact that, listen, it was cigars that built the city of Tampa. Okay, yes. and it's, it's a cigar the, city. It's called it's the cigar the, yeah, city. Cigar city. And there's it, one cigar place left, <laughs> and it's the the very last factory. And it's yeah. it's very cool. You know, the, you go to Ybor City and you see uh, everything down there, and you're like, wow, the last surviving cigar factory, and not only that, the last surviving of its type in in the entire country. And it's not going to be the. Um, the economy, it's not going to be the lack of people that appreciate cigars like that. It's going to be the government that, or the FDA that's yeah. going to shut it down if, if yeah. this happens. No, not for any other reason yeah. besides that, where those jobs and, and those type of cigars will be made offshore like everything else, yeah. and they will get nothing for it, you know, except yeah. hurt people. Exactly. Yeah. And it would be, I, I don't know, I... I, I I'm very impressed with the, you know, the groundwork that the Newmans, yeah, you know. They've done everything they could possibly do. Done everything. They've been on the front page of the New York Times, yeah. all over NPR and Fox and, you know, all different news stations yeah. and really have gotten the word out and, you know, just trying to draw attention to and, listen. At the end of it, it's not going to be from the lack of um, their, their effort no. to stay alive. And, and I know it's three generations of their family. They've got to be proud of what they're doing to try to keep yep. it. But at the end, it's going to be up to, up to the FDA now to say uh, yes or no. And what a total shame that would be if that yep. happens. And you, as a rep for the product, it affects your numbers Absolutely. and your business and your your, your life. Absolutely. So this is going to trickle down to many, many people, including myself, who carry those products that can't, won't be able to carry those products anymore. And then it affects my life, and it affects Barry's life and Jonathan's life. And, yep. uh, what a mess if this ends up happening. And yep. is there anything anybody can do at this point because we passed this um, last night at midnight? Well, at this point, I mean, it, it, at, at midnight it ended. Yeah. The FDA is not hearing anything else. Right. They had their opening uh, to voice your concern, yeah. to voice your opinion. And at this point, it's it's fully in their hands. So uh, one one of the things that's uh, being said is that uh, um, cigars would have to be premium cigars would have to be $10 or over. That would be the definition of premium cigars. Right now, we're smoking a $5 Robusto Brickhouse. Um, This is a Nicaraguan cigar, handmade, long-filled premium cigar that we sell tons of. What what can... um, how could they say that this is not a premium cigar? I don't know this how they can't say that. This is a cigar of the year. Yep. I mean, this is a great cigar. Cigar aficionado called it the best bargain yep. uh, that there was. I call it the best cigar that came out that year, regardless of price or anything. Yep. And this would be one that would fall into that. Into that. Uh, and the, the choice at that point would be the Newmans would either raise the price to $10 Dramatically, like magic, turning it into a not from a non-premium cigar to a premium cigar Absolutely. because of the price, um, or let it go. Yeah, that's exactly what would happen. And you know, it, I, I find one of the saddest things about it is you know they they try to treat cigars as you know every other type of tobacco, yes. and it just isn't. It, it this you know this is something that adults enjoy. Right. This is not something that is no ever targeted to kids. This and they don't no. even want it. No. Unless this... you can crack it open and shove marijuana <laughs> on which you can't. They, they want no, nothing to do with it. Well, well, the scary right. thing is that they're legalizing marijuana right now. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So they're saying, oh, we don't want the kids to be able to have access to the cigars yep. because they're going to take them apart and put marijuana in them. But it's okay for them to have the marijuana. Yep. Yeah. It's not okay sense. to have the rolling paper, which would be the uh, the blunt wrap or whatever the heck uh, it is. 
it is. It's crazy. And, um, you know, Jonathan was saying this is uh, – somebody said to Jonathan, well, this is not a tax. Yeah. Uh, it's not about money. Yes, it is about money. You'll see, I promise you, that you'll see how this ties into money after this. They, they're not trying to save the world here. Well, who are you trying to save? Making a guy go from a $5 cigar to a $10 cigar to the same damn cigar. Yeah. And you don't get that money. That's where it's going to end up changing. Now a $10 cigar that's taxed in a different state. Let's take Massachusetts over the line, for instance, 40%. Well, they get a lot more than more money on 40% of a $10 cigar than they do a $5 cigar. Actually, they get twice as much money. Yeah. And then they get to burn that twice as much money anyway. They, they care to burn and waste uh, which is what happens. Yeah. And on the on C-SPAN, Barry, you, you watched the entire thing. I only watched a little bit of it, but they were talking about the lost revenue uh, on uh, because they, certain cigars didn't fall under the right category, and that's why they want to tighten up their definition. Can you yeah, speak pa- to that? Part of it had to do with the IRS being not able to regulate. It was more e-cigarettes than anything else. Um, that's where the tax issue came into play because they asked the – the head of the uh, Department of uh, Tobacco, and they said they can't do anything to regulate e-cigarettes because there's no tobacco in them. So that's where the lost revenue was coming. It was more for e-cigarettes. Yeah. But the one good thing that came out of that meeting was Rocky Patel was saying that he was willing to redefine what a cigar was to have the pro- – a premium cigar – to have the proper vernacular in the law so premium cigars would have their own description. And the senator that headed up the finance committee was very open to that and said he looked forward to privately meeting with Rocky. So there was some benefits to that hearing, yeah. but it was more or less about roll your own tobacco yeah, yeah, yeah. and pipe tobacco, which is taxed at a different rate, and but we, it's basically the same tobacco. Yeah, it, it, you, it didn't used to be the same tobacco. When they regulated roll your own cigarette tobacco – the cigarette companies that make cigarette tobacco now changed the label on their package and called it pipe tobacco. Right. And they said, okay, we're all set here. And they go, see what they did? They're, they're masquerading this tobacco as that tobacco. The same thing happens in cigars. They have little packs of 20 in a little cigarette pack, and instead of white paper on it, there's brown paper, and they call them little cigars. They are not cigars. Yeah, they're masquerading as it. Cheyenne is the company that yeah. does that. And a lot of companies do yeah. it. And the same thing happens with pipe tobacco. A lot of companies do it. And because they're doing this... The real cigars, the real little cigars, and the real pipe tobacco ends up being hurt. And it's so small, and you're hurting such little people because the big buck guys ended up choosing to do that. And we, we end up being the ones that get, you know, I say we, I don't make cigars. But listen, this trickles all the way down to you, the consumer, because I'm not able to carry it, or it's taxed at a huge rate that comes in. The consumer ends up paying in the long run. It seems like we're all fighting for our life, that the Newmans are fighting for their life because they own their factory, and I'm the retailer, and I'm fighting for our life in, in our factory. When it comes down to it, you, the consumer, are going to pay because they're going to raise the price to me. I'm going to raise the price to you, and you are going to pay. You are the one that's going to pay. So we are fighting for you, or we were fighting for you because we can't even fight anymore. That is it. That's the problem when you have the actions of one trying to circumvent circumvent will always do damage to the masses that aren't trying yeah, to cheat. Yeah. And for the most part, cigar manufacturers have always played by the rules. Yeah. So there's no reason that we should be hurt by the actions yeah. of some other companies. And I agree I agree with Rocky Patel being 
the the face of this. I mean, he certainly does his fair share, more than his fair share, of yeah, fighting yeah. on Capitol Hill. And, and so do the Newmans. They're always there, too. Absolutely. And you know what? The Newmans would be the perfect people to say it because they are in all aspects that, of And that's, that's what I was speaking to on the Rocky thing because he does have a flavored line and he has the regular line. Yeah, so yeah. if he could create that definition, and the Newmans certainly as well, being able to create the definition because you've got the Trader Jacks. Trader Jack, yeah. So you have a, a little bit of sweet cap and... So there'd be a way to create that definition so that it encompasses things that are really cigars. Who would, who would not call that a premium cigar? Of course it's a premium cigar. I made one. Right. It's premium. Right. Mine didn't come out as good as the rest <laughs> yeah, of it. It's the rest of it. I will say that it did start off as a competition, and that sweet little old lady, she kicked my ass. So what's going to happen now is you're going to see in the next few weeks is uh, as these answers come in of what the definition is and how they're going to regulate and what they're going to do, the cigar world as we know it is going to change. One way or the other, there's going to be a dramatic change. This is the biggest thing to happen in cigars since the embargo of Cuba in 1960. This is going to be a game changer for sure. And a lot of people are going to get hurt. And I know all these people, and I feel terrible for what it is. I've done everything I could. I hope you guys that listen to the show have done everything you could. I, I, I begged you to do it. I hoped you did. And it's going to be the, uh, up to the FDA now to uh, just make the decision. And that's it. Not even the government. I mean, this is FDA is going to make, make the choice. Yeah. One, of the, one of the pros we have going for us is the way it's written, that the FDA must respond to everybody who's commented. So, so if that, I don't get it, or when I don't get a response to that my means pen, that, that means things. they still haven't done their job yet, or they cheated their job because everybody's supposed to get a response nice. that waited. Yeah, but they're going to group, from what I understand, they're going to group all people that said price is the problem, blah blah blah, and then there's going to be a blanket one that's going to go. They're going to write it six hundred thousand times or whatever the amount of things that came in. Uh, from what I understand, the bulk of it that came in was the e-cigarettes, because we were grouped in together mm-hmm. with them. Uh, that was the bulk of the people. Um, the e-cigarette people were pretty smart. They are a cigarette using a tobacco-based liquid. They have already figured out a way to use it with tomatoes and eggplant, mm-hmm. getting the nicotine from those items instead of tobacco. And they are not a cigarette, nor are they tobacco. And they're going to they're gonna float away, and they're going to be all set with there. My problem was linking us with them at all. You know, linking us with anybody, we're a separate thing altogether, and I have no problem linking a machine-made product with a handmade product. This is how it was done 150 years ago. It's all natural tobacco, and it gets assistance from a a slow-moving machine. We're not talking about banging these things out like like cigarettes. This is a slow-moving process. You've seen it. Yep. And um, what a shame if they they do what, what I worry I worry that they're going to do. Yeah. Well, there are some premium cigars that are still made with a machine, the Lieberman Press. Right. You know, yeah. which is the, it takes the binder and filler and puts it into, you know, its shape, but use a machine to do it instead of by hand. Yeah, yeah. So companies are able to roll a little bit more cigars per day with the help of the machine. Yeah, yeah. And it made it so that it's a manual, tighter. right? It's a yes. manual machine. Yeah. It's not yeah. automatic, but it's you know still a machine. So anyway, I don't want to turn into a downer. What we've done, we can do. And uh, we're going to sit back and we're going to see how this is going to affect our lives because it is, and you, the consumer, how much you're going to pay because uh, you will pay for it uh, when it comes down to the very end. But so right, five dollars in a comfortable chair. Yeah. Is there a place that consumers can go to to find out what shops are running this promotion? No. There no. isn't. 
Okay. No. Okay. But what, one thing you can do is you can Google to, it. You can go to two guys and then you <laughs> there can we see go. that promo. <laughs> but um, stores the, are doing it, and if you – this can continue. Well, a store could go to the, to the Newman's and say, I want to do this promotion. Oh, they? yeah. The, a store can go to the Newman's and, and ask to do this promotion. So they should. So go to your, go to your favorite brick-and-mortar store. Yep. If they're not doing the promotion, ask for it. Say, why aren't you doing the Brick House promotion where I can win the chair and get the thing? I would like one. I would like one of the uh, Steins. I would like... uh, It's an awesome I want my very own Barry Stein. And and have the people seen the chair that they win? They have not. They have not. No, they have not seen that. But the chair you're in here... The chair that I'm in. um, There's a reason why Sean Poser looks like he's a five-year-old child. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Although he does have great skin. He's not this short. (laughs) No, but the chair that I'm looking at right there, oh. that, that thing's plush. I mean, if I felt, if I've sat in that chair, I'd fall asleep. What's oh, it, yeah. Do you know what it's called? Dream chair or something? It's dream. Something I don't know yeah, what it yeah. is. It, all I know is it it's looks like it. It looks like sleep itself. Yeah, dream seat. The dream, dream seat. Dream there seat. The ultimate man cave chair brought to you by Dream Seat. So you can you can Google Dream Seat and you'll see this chair. Uh, it's a thousand dollar chair. It's it's um, what you would want in your media room. Absolutely. Man cave, media room, living room. I, I want this chair. It's what I, I I would love, you know, about to have a kid. Not going to probably be in yes. bed much. So that would be a great chair to be in. It would be, really. <laughs> well, and you got the arms on the side. The kid's not going to exactly. roll out. You're you can good put to a, go. You can put a bottle right there or something. <laughs> yeah. You got the, the whole baby room set up. Everything's good to Everything's go. Everything's all set up and ready to go. The only thing that's missing is that chair. <laughs> my dad was a little bit of a procrastinator, so I spent the first three months of my life in a drawer. <laughs> ah. And that answers a lot of questions. Those totally. Not Everything's starting yes. to make sense. <laughs> It's like a puzzle, and you get a piece every once in a while. You put it there, you go, that, in a drawer. I know he was a leash child. Oh, I was meaning, a leash child. Meaning they, they put him in a leash like a dog. Ah. I thought you said lease as no, in like a car. Leash. I thought he was rented. Leash. Like a dog. Like the dog that he is. And um, so what else is new with the... the, the Brickhouse is not a new cigar for, for J.C. Newman, but a great cigar. What, what else is coming new for J.C. Newman? What else is new is the Julius Caesar now comes in a 6 by 60 They yes. call that the Hail Caesar, and that's moving really well. Um, for our uh, Diamond Crown lounges, we have the 1895 Perfecto, which I've – one thing I've found about the 1895 Perfecto, cigar geeks – Oh, they covet that cigar. You haven't tried that bad. I haven't had it yet. This is the one. Oh, I actually didn't know about it until Thursday. Yeah. There's something about that size. Oh, that, it's awesome. Oh, the, it, the geeks it, love it. It tastes different. It yeah. does taste different. And it, it changes five times in that. And that is the original shape. shape. Yeah, the original the shape. original shape Very of the unique. cigar. So that's it. Well, baby on the way. I'm yeah. going to let you go. Hey, this music you. means we're going to break. <laughs> but go home to your wife, and uh, we will celebrate smoking cigars from this day forward and on. Boy or girl, do you know? It's a girl. Do you have a name? We have a name, but I, I swore to my wife. She says, you can't tell anybody. I said, all right. All right. Don't tell, tell after it's over. Does it rhyme with poser? Not at not, all. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> when we come back, lawsuits are always piling up in the cigar industry. But this one uh, really bothers me. Uh, big bully cigar companies pushing around the little ones for no reason. We'll explain that. And we got cigar news and rumors with Barry. And we'll get caught up in the mailbag. For Sean Poser, for Barry Stein, for Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morris, and I'm David Garofalo. We'll be back with our number two in just minutes. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Brick House Robusto... Right now, we're smoking the natural. Always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. (laughs) 
Be right back. <laughs> and this is a reminder that if you're enjoying the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a review or rating up on iTunes. We always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or mention us on Facebook. Hour number two of the Cigar Authority on the way next, right here on the Cigar Authority. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Kellner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better, it is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This it's a little bit of Jay is the Cigar Authority. Dan Bay. The authority on everything cigar. Send me back. In. Get used to hearing it. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! 
We get some meatloaf. It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo! Shake and bake. Do it. And we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. We got bullies in our cigar industries, big companies that push around the smaller ones, and enough is enough. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is here. He would have none of that as he gets debonair. Mr. Jonathan's got old Fart Freddy in the aging room, and we got some letters in the mailbag. Barry's got cigar news and rumors for you, and we got information on upcoming shows. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We still have rumors, or do you just not change the copy? I probably didn't change the copy. Got any rumors? <laughs> we got a little confirmation of a rumor, okay, okay. so to speak. All right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And this week in tax-free Seabrook, New Hampshire, exit one off I-95 coming into the state of New Hampshire. We're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You can tune in at thecigarauthority.com and watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes YouTube, where you can set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. That's it. So uh, we got a choice, I guess, to smoke for the second cigar. Well, now that Sean left, we have a choice. Yeah. We don't have to go to Brickhouse Maduro. We can go to the um, cigar, the Great White. Well, what I'm thinking is that we did smoke Brickhouse Maduro on the show before when it first came out. We have not smoked the Great White it's the only chance we have. Let's this go is for it. it. So this is this is the Great White. It is a torpedo. What do, we, what do you have for information? You guys studied this. Thing. It's a Brazilian Matafina binder that looks like it's wrapper. well uh, wrapper rather that looks like it's well aged because the wrapper has begun to recede slightly off of the foot. Yeah, which definitely shows you this is a cigar that has age on it. Um, the wrapper, uh, the binder, toothy, and the toothy wrapper. The binder in the fill is from Nicaragua. Um, incredibly flavorful. Little bumps on it. Like I won't say synonym on the radio because you guys will annoy send, me that I can't it. say it. Yeah, you, you <laughs> say it like a little five-year-old. It's, it's so cute. Cute. That's what I'm going with. That's what you go with. So uh, as we were saying earlier, it's got the little fin on it. Thing. It's got some blood dripping from the fin like, uh, I don't know, do sharks bleed? Sharks cause blood to happen. Do they bleed? <laughs> Can you just get a friggin' cutter? You, you know what? And I, an ashtray. I've been here for seven weeks, and I you're, still haven't gotten my own cutter. You're on the show. You just drag an ashtray over. You got your thing right there, and then I sound like you talking to me. There we go. You're starting to really? get it. You get a really? Little, you get fed up after seven weeks, right? Really? What do you need, an ashtray? Are you about to do that? You oh, God. <laughs> you did it. Oh, no. <laughs> you cut the cigar before the commercial. Thank you. Unacceptable. One of the customers in the shop just brought me over an ashtray. Unacceptable. There we go. Thank you very much. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And we're next week, is it next week we're going to smoke the uh, double-aged? Double-aged. Which I have never smoked. That you haven't? I sent a sample. I was good enough to give it to Barry, and Barry was not good enough to give it the... Uh, the highest rating I would expect, but um, Barry likes to just rate cigars based on what he likes, not 
100% how things not perform. True. 100% not true. He doesn't like Ecuadorian shade tobacco, so he wants me to get yelled at by Janine Perdomo because he doesn't like I can't Ecuadorian. wait to try it. And, you know, I, I was with Nick, and I had a cigar going, and he said, "Did you? what did you think of the double age? We were at the uh, cocktail party the yeah. night before, the, um, what do they call that, whatever The it is. reception. Yeah. And um, opening gala. Opening gala. That's what I was looking for. That's it. So uh, I said, no, I, I'm dying to try it. And he says, no, no, after you're done with that cigar. I said, no, I'll, I'll put this down and have it right now. No, 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 after. And that was the last I saw of him. Yeah. It's not the last I saw of Janine for 35 minutes. Thank yeah. you, Barry. And you're so, 89. Double age, but meaning she thinks about you in bed makes it all the more worthwhile. Well, that is nice. But Nick also thinks about me, which... I don't know how I feel. I don't know about if they that. think about you in bed. They, they watch you. They when certainly in bed. watch my videos, and not your cigar videos. No, I don't have really any cigar videos. No, why would you? Why would I? Why would you? It'd be crazy. This is the Vertigo. This is the Venom. Venom, or the poor man's flat flame, is what you call it for nine ninety nine. That's what it's called. They start. To, they starting to call that the poor man's flat flame at Vertigo. By the way, really? Yeah. Nine ninety nine. Ten dollar lighter. Triple flame. Jet light, a big tank, refillable, flame adjustable. How can it be ten dollars? I don't know. It's pretty awesome. And I know that the regular flat flame. I mean, the regular um, ten dollar one. What is that called? The regular ten dollar one. Cyclone. Cyclone um, is the biggest seller of all. But I like this one the best. This one's pretty cool because you actually paint it on like you do. Um, the flat flame, yeah. and I do have the, the the flat flame one, which is the black, black label. label. I own that one uh, on my desk, and the you own about thirty of those. <laughs> no, I don't. The, but the the hundred dollar one, I don't carry in my pocket all the time wherever I go. These I do, only because I put lighters down and I forget them, and mm-hmm. I, I don't want to leave hundred dollar ones behind. Anybody looking for a lighter or something, just follow me around for a day. You get some free lighters. I, I or or he borrows your lighter and then you never see it again. Yeah. So it would behoove you not to hand him your two thousand dollar Padron um, Dupont. Dupont. Yes, it would. That would not be good. So uh, the cigar is awesome. This is awesome. I, I had it twice before. I had the samples when they uh, sent them. Yeah. And then I had it when they arrived and smoked it again. So I've only smoked a cigar twice uh, before, but uh, well aged is perfect for this because it tastes very, very aged cigar, like it's been sitting there, um, almost double-aged like the Perdomo that I didn't smoke yet. Um, the Perdomo one that says double-aged, has it been aged six years? Or, you know, usually aging is a three-year process. ten years on the original aging right. and then two years as a cigar with their, in the bourbon, in the bourbon barrel. barrels. As a finished cigar. As a finished cigar. I'm dying to end up trying that. I think we... we now, are, this is interesting. That's next week. You we'll said the factory out. was in Nicaragua for this great white. Correct. Now, we smoked Brickhouse. Is it the same factory as Brickhouse? Do not ask any questions. Is I'm it not, Perdomo? I'm not saying yes, and I'm not saying no. I'm not saying so anything. So it could be because the Brickhouse it, factory that makes this, or it could be Perdomo is what you're saying. It could be, and it could not be. Because there's a lot of factories there. Oh, he hasn't denied it. It could be Drew State. It could be my father. I'm it thinking could be that this is a small guy. It could be anybody. I'm and it's not for you to smoke and try to guess what it is. That's it exactly is, what I'm doing. I know it is. That's not what it's for. It's not the reason why we're not telling you is not for you to guess what it is. 
It, oh, it now will, I'm on a mission. It's to stand by itself. The cigar itself is to stand by itself, not to be so-and-so's uh, cigar that he made for this special thing. Well, is that because you've been burned so many times? No, it's because they've asked not to be said. <laughs> I would say what it is. I, I, I'd say it's a great cigar, and it should pay homage to the factory that made it because it's that good. But The factory the, would like to remain nameless. Correct. Are they, are they the embarrassed of like, this awesome band? It's a long story. Okay. It's a long story I can't Folks, tell. I give you my I've word. I've been asked not to tell, and I Every won't. year that this comes out, I'm going to push harder and harder to get the information so I can report well, to like you, Well, like you said, Rudy. maybe next year will be a different factory. Maybe Rudy, not. you're the official fact checker on the show. See if you can Google this. You can't. There's no information on this. And you know what? There will not be one next year if the FDA does what they said they're going to do. This is true. Because we have to go back seven years. It didn't exist seven years ago. It existed one year ago, and it wouldn't even exist. Now, I'm just thinking out loud as a workaround on that. Buy them right away? Well, you could buy them right away, but let's say the cigar did come out next year. Does it matter if it's the same cigar as, say, something else? I'm just going to throw and say, let's say that this becomes the new Hail Caesar. You take the band off the Hail Caesar. You put this unique band on it. It's the same exact cigar that's already out there. Could you put a band on another cigar and have it be? I have no idea. I would hope a company wouldn't do that. I'm not saying that they would. I'm just thinking, you know, you could you still come out with limited editions and use cigars you already have around the shop, print some bands, because then you're not really violating. You're sticking to the letter of the law. You'd have to disclose to the FDA what the original cigar was, and then it would be a matter of public record. How would they even know? Because you would have to submit the blend for approval. But it was already submitted for approval. If I'm going to use Hail Caesar, but, but now it's already ta- been But submitted. now you're taking Hail Caesar and you're, re- you're rebranding it. So how does the FDA you're not know? You're re-blending it. Yeah, but you're, you're rebranding it. You're not rebranding it. The they F- didn't say that the, the language doesn't say anything about branding. it's an existing cigar or it was a new cigar? You tell them. You could tell them, ask. hey, it was the Hail Caesar. How do they know? They're going to want the blend information. They're going to want to approve it. How would they? How are they going to know? It's like taking Coca Cola and, 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 and let me ask you this: So the supermarket, you, you got a um, market basket, and they have market basket potato chips, mm-hmm. and they're made by Wise Potato Chips, and they're called market basket potato chips. Does Do the FDA have, need? It still would have to get approval. Really? Even though they get say out of here. Look, There's if no you way. take if you take Coca Cola and you and you rebrand it to uh, Red Silver Stripe Cola, yeah. The FDA would still have to approve it to put it on the market. Does the FDA have to approve Coca-Cola to change its packaging? If the blend stays it's the packaging, same? packaging. It's different. That's all oh. this but is, now, is now, create, now you're creating a new brand. This is just packaging. packaging. Has nothing to do with the FDA. Has nothing to do with the tobacco. Has nothing to do with anything. You, you know what? Took the I, band I, I, barely, off I barely agree with Mr. Jonathan. Then you, would, then you would have to call it Diamond Crown. No. Whatever. No. Because that's just branding. That's change. not a blend. The product is still exactly the same product. It's identical. All you did is change the packaging. I put it in but my trays take, that I bought, and I used my bands that I made. Coca-Cola formula. The liquid. The liquid. Before and, you put it in a bottle. And you put it in red stripe, red and silver stripe cola. Yeah. You have now created a new brand. Yes, but you I've did. not the created FDA a new blend. But you didn't create a new product. But the FDA is going to want to know what's in it. They're going to want to the product. They're going to want to run tests on it to it's make Coca-Cola. sure it is the same product. It is. We're telling you First of all, just for the record, the FDA does not test anything. When you get uh, something approved by the FDA, you are responsible for your own testing, 100%. And then based on the results of the test that you do on your product, they approve or deny. 
The FDA does no testing. We're going to learn so much of what the FDA does pretty soon because we're going to be jumping through hoops and we're going to get creative. And, and the industry is going to get creative. I told you, you, you're looking at the industry as it is today. Later, it is not going to look like this. It's going no. to be way different. Things are going to change completely. And it's going to be your fault if you didn't submit something. Just your fault. If Just you didn't you. do it, it's you. You're the blame. You can't blame me because I did everything I could possibly do. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take this. I'm going to beat a dead horse. I'm going to take All this right. down another road. This week, a news article came out that um, a treatment for Ebola has been uh, a tobacco plant. Yes, that's the way to treat it. Right. So the drug that they're using to treat these two doctors that have come to the United States has not yet gotten FDA approval. Correct. It's had clinical studies by the company that's created the drug. It saved the, the woman. It saved the woman. But already. the FDA, now the critical, their clinical studies show that the drug works. Yep. But the FDA still hasn't approved it. Yep. So the FDA is only going to go by their clinical studies to approve it? Let's assume that what saved them is the lady smoked a brick house Robusto. And now they're going to take the band off the brick house Robusto and they're going to call it the such and such prescription prescription tobacco thing. And she has to eat the cigar. And then she gets better. <laughs> that's so well, that's what she has to do because it's a tobacco thing that she has to eat. You couldn't have come up with an analogy that was better than does, eating a cigar? Does the FDA now have to approve that same cigar without the band on it because she ain't going to eat the band? That's called such and such. Let's go. Let's go cure. with an actual drug. CVS aspirin is bare aspirin made for CVS, put in CVS's bottles. Do you think CVS had to approach the FDA, the FDA to get approval, or could they just say, "Listen, change the packaging"? We're hiring Bear. In fact, I'm, I would be willing to bet Bear said to the FDA, "We private label this aspirin. It's the same aspirin. We'll give you a list of the private labels, but it's all the same aspirin, and you buy it at CVS." And it's the CVS brand. You buy the Market Basket. It's the Market Basket brand. And you, you go to the thrifty shop. It's the thrifty brand. All the same aspirin. Do you think that they had to go through 87 million different FDA approvals for the same, same aspirin? aspirin? No. Or do you think maybe Bear just said, these are the people we make it for? Yeah, you know what? That's a valid argument. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know now. I actually got Barry Stein to agree with me. You marked the tape, Chuck. He, he didn't totally agree with you. you. Now you got him thinking. I just hope companies don't take pre-existing cigars, re, rebrand them Listen, they do it as already. a totally different cigar. I'm, I'm going to let you in on something. I hope they do it. They do it already. I'm going to let you in on something. They do it already. And I know for a fact. Jack. Yeah, I know it for a fact. But um, look at you, the burn on this, by the way. You, you're going to see this happening. You're going to see a lot of changes, man. Let me tell you. For good or bad, there's going to be changes. A good creative mind is going to happen. Um, you're going to see retailers looking for different ways that they can market and promote and, and have their products. You're talking about no free sampling uh, that's going to happen. So, um, you know, you, you go to a store and there's a buy three, get one free as, as a come on for a new product. And here is a Stein. And here you buy three, you're going to get the Stein. There's a way around the free product already. Yeah. You, um, going to see so much changes that are going to happen and you as a retailer listening to the show let me tell you uh get creative when you hear these things it's time to figure out uh if you're going to survive or die and if you're going to run your company the same way you've been running your company you're going down because the game has changed yeah, it's a totally different game up. Uh, you know, you, you were playing checkers, and the game is chess now. You just can't move that piece forward anymore. You can't do it because it has to go on an angle or Let's whatever. Bishop. You're right. Um, for the record, you guys are smoking your Great White Wrong. Uh, it has a handle. 
And I would implore the two of you to treat your cigar with respect and hold the handle that has been provided. I hold it like this so that I can Show use it, it as a little toy. And as I'm smoking, I'm boom, 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 boom. You got, you got one of those cellos or something you can play while Jen, I'm, Jen, Jen, while I'm uh, Jen, smoking my Jen, great Jen. white? See, for me, the texture of the wrapper adds to the romanticism of the cigar, so I like to feel the stick. And for me, the gayest man you know, that is the gayest thing you have ever said, just for the record. The Great White is a great cigar. It is. And I'm not just saying that. I mean it. Uh, 94 rated, man. All That's right, so good... we, got, we got lawsuits. We got um, Altadas hmm. passing out lawsuits once again, continuing... This process of what they're doing for no apparent reason other than to hurt other small cigar manufacturers. What do you know about this, Barry? Well, there was uh, the trademark office this week went at Gran Habano Cigars. Yeah. And told them that their name Gran Habano is misleading to the public because it leads the public to believe that they are selling cigars that are Cuban. Eh, not true. And they've done this to so many people they've over the years. You. They did it to me. I got a lawsuit. I own a brand called... La Giana Havana. I made La Giana Havana in 1994, before Habanos was formed. Seven years before Habanos was even formed, I acquired the trademark. Gianna is my daughter. We made a brand called La Giana Havana. It rhymes. It's sexy. Yeah. And we made it many, many years ago, 20 years ago, this October 4th, actually. Uh, The brand came out. We gave them out because my daughter was born, and we continue to make that brand. Here it is 20 years later. We're still making the brand. You sure it's not 21 years? 20. Okay. October 4th will be 20, and I'm positive. Right. So we trademarked it. Everything was good up until a few years ago when I got a letter from Habanos, from Altadas. Um, worldwide. Yes. Not like Altadas USA. But prestige Worldwide. Out of, out of New York, and they said... Um, we are content, contesting, contesting, contesting um, my trademark. Yeah. And I contact my attorney. It was a big attorney firm out of New York that was doing this. And I said, what do I do here? And he said, let me look into it. Let me find out. Let me make a couple phone calls to you. And he got back to me and said, yep, they're contesting a trademark that you've had for almost 20 years. And... Um, it was a trademark you had even before this company formed. Uh, you will win if you fight them, but be prepared to spend at least $300,000 in this Why? legal battle. This is what he said. Pay 500 bucks, have the lawyer file the papers, and you go in and represent yourself and go for it. But they, they, they make you jump through hoops. They make you go to other countries. They make you go to Other countries. It, you're, you're fighting it. You, have, you own the trademark. You're in New Hampshire. They've got to come to you. No? I don't know. This is my attorney said to listen, he wants to work. And he said, I don't know what kind of dollars you're bringing in with that brand, but um, this is going to cost you about $300,000 to get through it. Yeah, we don't bring in that much. No, we don't. So uh, I went through, uh, went back and forth for a while, and then I said, okay, what's the, what's the deal here? And he said, yeah, I, I see what you see. So uh, we have a uh, guy <sighs> with a shock fin on we his head. We have an employee that we're paying. With a shark fin on his freaking head. On his head. And they're going to say... You know, the, a, normal, <laughs> a normal general manager would fire him on site, and I think it's pretty cool. Well, he's going to end up sen- selling more. You want to come on screen for a second here? Just bring that giant this head This is Adam Weeks. Just put your head right here so I can slap it. 
Yeah. <laughs> is he on there? He's on there. Oh, right. my God. Oh, my. He is. Shock week, baby. This is a big time. Um, so they, they are picking on little companies that they can pick on. Mm. Just because they can do it. Just because they can do it. Grand Habano, small company. Uh, making nice, good value cigars and nice folks. And George Rico's awesome. Yes. His choice now is to uh, to fight it and spend that kind of money and win, or it's going to be to roll over and let the trademark go. That doesn't mean he doesn't continue to make a cigar. Right. La Gianna Havana still exists. You just don't have the trademark. I don't right? have the trademark. Nobody has the trademark. It's not like they got the trademark. Um, the um, the brand can continue, but they didn't take the trademark. I don't have the trademark. There is no trademark, although I had the trademark for many, many years. I have first. Uh, my argument would be, if somebody ended up coming out with it, that I had first use, first use for 20 years, and then the fight goes on from there. Are you willing to spend 300000 at that point? I don't want to spend any money on lawyers. Nobody wins, and this is the this is the the tactic. This is the um, the part where they are being bullies. That they have so much money that they're able to wear you down on money, and I believe Grand Habanos is going forward. I, they actually asked me to fill out some paperwork, which you did, uh, which I was happy to do and happy to help them in any way they can. I hate bullies. I hate bullies picking on smaller people, uh, especially when they know they're wrong to begin with anyway. But they can they can win simply by um, bullying them yep. into it. Uh, they did it to HC Cigars, which is a Vanna collection, and you had the folks at Zyka before they sold out their brand um, to their competitor, to Altadis's competitor, General Cigar, who they sold a brand to. Um, actually, uh, interesting move because interesting. they ended up winning on it. Uh, be prepared to spend a few hundred thousand dollars to win, and they will continue to slap around small companies that end up having it. Uh, Is there trademark insurance? Think about all the brands that have Havana in their brands. I know. Tatuaje has Havana's in their brand. Pepin Garcia, who comes from Havana, has Havana in his brands. Uh, many, many, many brands. Didn't they, go, they went after Pete Johnson for the Florida Lee as well, didn't they? Yes, they did, yeah. and they beat him. Yep. They beat him. They beat him only because he wouldn't fight. That's why he changed to that um, artist formerly yeah. known as Tatuaje mm. type logo. You know, with yeah, the yeah. P- P- PLJ. Yeah. So it's a shame. And uh, listen, this is, um, I'm not asking for a boycott or anything like that, but I'm telling you, it's the folks at Altidus bullying a small company. I don't like it. And uh, we, we as consumers, should look at that and say we don't like the way we see what's happening here with um, market basket. Market basket. You, you know, you have uh, people saying we don't like the way you're doing it, and we're they went on strike. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that plays out. So I like it. By the way, a little shameless promotion. The story was broken by the CigarAuthority.com, and for people to keep up to date with news in the industry, be sure to check the site on a daily basis. The, the site is rocking. Rockin', and we our goal is by the end of the year to be the number one site to go to for cigar news. We gotta be number happens. two right now. We got we got a while to go. We're, we're now in the top ten, so we're definitely moving on up. Moving on up. 
Well, anyway, so, uh, Chuck, are you ready? Let's do it, baby. All right. While you're enjoying life till it's full, it's so important to be a gentleman and how to be more debonair is gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Do you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices and pop up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a Debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. You got great pipes, Chuck. Thank you, sir. You got great pipes. Thank you. Thank you. What a gentleman you are to say that. Today we're going to talk, gentlemen, briefly about being prepared. And specifically, this comes off the heels of us discussing the top ten commandments of cigar etiquette. ABP, baby. Always be prepared. And into that category is being prepared. A gentleman always vary. And this, uh, I'm not calling you out here, man. I'm trying I am. to help you. I'm calling you out. Is to bring your own tools. In other words, your own cutter, your own lighter. If you're, at a, if you're hosting, for example, say a, a function or a dinner party, make sure you have the corkscrews in place, the bottle openers. Again, a true gentleman is just always prepared for the occasion. Ran into the situation when I was traveling with the Patriots where there were a few ungentlemen, if you will. They were not debonair, unprepared, took a taxi together, didn't have any cash. I mean, it's just, you know, when you're going to be somewhere, in this example, a cigar store, for example, bring your tools. It's just, uh, again, Dave, like you said, a gentleman is always prepared. Or use the slobber cutter at the register, the one everybody licks their cigars with and then uses that cutter and passes yeah, that, at- that sore on your lip. Where that came from, yeah, that was from that. You're looking at a $15 investment. You pick yourself up a $10 Vertigo. You get yourself a $5 cutter, and you're done. Yeah. Just put it in your pocket. I, I will say this. A, a, a true gentleman, a debonair gentleman, will never use the slobber cutter. Never. That's well, the gentleman's way, boys. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question is, are you debonair enough? Now, you did a, a gentleman segment a while back on a tire and what makes a black tie affair a black tie affair? Yes. Now, I took that to heart, and I showed up at the wedding, which I never, by the way, have ever shown up in a suit and tie to a wedding. But what? since, I just don't do it. I usually wear a sport coat, a nice, a nice shirt, and slacks, and nice shoes, because my goal is not to outdress anybody. My goal has always been, as a DJ, to kind of fade in the background, look presentable to get up and be the MC, but not be the guy putting on a show. And I put on a show yesterday, black tie, white shirt, everything was crisp and pressed. And I went a step beyond, Chuck. Mm. Someone offered to buy me a drink, and I said, yeah, you know, I'll take a scotch and soda. And then later on, I returned the favor, not just to him, also bought his wife a drink at the same time. Nice. And I thought of you. Very debonair. It is. It is. I'm learning. I'm learning. So uh, the question is, are you debonair enough? I certainly am. Yes, you are. Every time. (laughs) <laughs> you, you you have uh, stepped him up, Chuck. You have stepped him up for sure. Um, I'll tell you, some somebody who's not debonair is our Treasury Department. So I'm going into the mailbag. I didn't go into the mailbag from the CigarAuthority.com. I went into my own personal email. Oh, here this we go. Week. And I got a letter from Robert Bardell from the Treasury.gov, Treasury Department. And it says, uh, dear Mr. Garofalo, 
please be advised that we are going ahead and closing out your Cuba travel application in as much as it appears that the proposed dates of the event in Cuba that you were proposed to attend has passed. We are not able to process your application prior to that event. Should you have any more questions about licensing and engaging in travel-related transitions involving Cuba, please feel free to contact the licensing department at their phone number or their website. Uh, I'll give hey. you a little heads up on this one, folks. Mm. What is this, two? Two years. Two years late. Two years ago, 30 days before I'm going to travel, I filled out 30-page document. <laughs> <laughs> I overnighted it to them. I tried following up with the same exact phone number they give me that if there's such a thing as hell, this is it, my friends. This phone number is hell. You will go through, press this number for this, and you'll go through this maze that takes hours and hours to get through till it disconnects you. And I went through this maze at least a dozen times. At least. Then there's the website that actually tells you nothing and gets you nowhere except to this phone number, which you go back into this maze. Nothing ends up happening. Now I have this guy's email address. Oh, yes. So I responded. And In I signed. Were you gentlemanly? I, you? Was, I was as gentlemanly as I could so be. No. But still saying that this event was two years ago. The event is happening again next year. But it is not two years away. Therefore, they don't know if they're having one two years from now. So how can I know that in February, when the next event is happening, February 2015, when the next one is coming, how do I know two years in advance when it is? And I had to give travel information, so I had to have the travel company give me the flight information, the people that were paying on the other side in Cuba that were paying my way for the hotel and everything. I had to have that information. How do I get them at two years in advance? When Beyonce and her husband, Jay-Z, Jay-Z were there. They got out the last minute. They also were at the White House, so maybe they had a little friend help them. Maybe. But I didn't have that little friend help me. Well, if you put on a private concert for Obama... I will not. Then maybe, you know, you dust off the turntables, go in and play a little zap for him. If President Obama came in here to buy a cigar, he would be buying a cigar. Really? Yes, he would. He would be buying a cigar if he came in here. The President of the United States. Absolutely. Absolutely. Make him pay. Pay, like everyone else. Like the little people under him. Absolutely. (laughs) So this is a legitimate letter. I have the application number, everything on it. It's right here. Uh, two years after the thing, they sent me and, to- and told me that the event has already taken place two years ago. I predict the President of the United States walks into Two Guys Smoke Shop. He will pay. You give him a cigar. I'm just saying I don't think you have the cojones. He will pay. Rudy Giuliani did not buy one but two boxes of cigars when he came in here. Rudy Giuliani is a gentleman. I have had a cigar with him and gave him a cigar. He asked for one, and I gave it to him. We were somewhere else, and he was finishing up his cigar and didn't have another, and I would be happy and more gentlemanlike to do it. But wouldn't it be gentlemanlike for the president of the United States to come in here and buy a cigar? Right. And, and or to ask for one for free? I don't, know that, I don't know that he would ask for one for free, but I do expect that he would probably just expect that you're going to give the president a cigar. I would not. 
You know, gonna... I've run into Rudy. I've run into so much. I'm Not first name, I've, you know, I'm on first-name basis with him now. But I've run into Rudy in so many cigar shops, be it Florida, Washington, D.C., New York City. This is Rudy in Canada? Or Rudy no. Giuliani. Oh, Giuliani. Oh, There's oh, more oh, than one Rudy, yeah, just for the record. And every time he's in a cigar shop, I always see him buy at least a box. Yeah, yeah. So he, he adheres to the commandments, and yep. he is debonair. He is mm. debonair. He is debonair. Well, it's debonair of you, Dave. I mean, you could easily go to Canada and get of course. your butt, You know what I mean? But you're doing it legit. That's Trying it. to do it legit, and boy, they make it t- difficult. These people are going to be controlling tobacco. These people, the government is going to be controlling health. They can't control. Not going to be. They are controlling I can't health. get a 90-mile 90, 90 flight out of, out of uh, Miami. Miami. After two years, you could try swimming it. And I was, it's not that far. I sent him a, as nicely, you know, I tried to be nice, but put my point on that. Please tell me how I can pull this off. What's the trick here for less than two years? Did you mention anything about palm greasing? Or no. Absolutely. How much not. is this going to cost me? Need a cigar? Absolutely not. This was a, a festival that was put on, and I was an invited guest, and I would have loved to gone. I was taking my mother with me, and she would have loved to gone. And uh, it didn't happen, so it didn't happen. That's it. So uh, it's time to go into the aging room right now. Aging room. It's time to learn how to Paul, really be a gentleman. Really, you want to be a gentleman. This is how not to be a gentleman. In the aging room is our friend Old Fat Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes... Aging makes a great cigar even better, just like Aging Room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our Aging Room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, you can find energy bars and drinks in every color of the rainbow. In my day, the blacks were all we had when it came to hard manual labor. Uh Uh-oh. Black beans, that is. They were great hot. Cold and rice are just plain by themselves. You just couldn't beat the energy you got from a black bean meal. Nowadays, you take a girl out, buy her dinner, pay for the movie, and you might get lucky. In my day, if you wanted to get some, you emulated Colonel Angus, who was a very cunning linguist. The ladies really had no chance. Nowadays, if you don't want to get stuck with an unexpected litter of puppies, you simply get your dog fixed. In my day, you had to cut a hole in a diaper tape it on to her, and lock her in her room until her cycle was over. We were black bean-loving men who were cunning linguists that taped and locked up their bitches. Sometimes <laughs> aging makes a great cigar even better. All right, that was Just too far. like too aging far. room cigars. <laughs> made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican Sorry, tobacco. Sorry, Raphael. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some things are better aged... <sighs> Some are not. No, baby. Sleeping with me after a steak dinner makes you my girlfriend. Not a s***. <laughs> and I'm going to do like the radio stations asked me to do. You yeah. just keep going. You make believe like it didn't even happen, and you go to break. When we come back, <laughs> we're going to have the Cigar Journal Awards. We're going to tell you uh, who won the Cigar Journal Awards. Uh, we'll take a peek into the asylum with some insane news like that wasn't. And uh, inside news with Barry. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Yeah, you want to know what Lenny Clark has to say about Two Guys Smoke Shop? Two guys, the Two Guys Smoke Shop guys are the nicest guys, and I'll tell you, 
Sometimes you go into a cigar store, you really don't know what you're looking for. It's very intimidating, and a lot of times people have a tendency to be arrogant with you, like they know it all. Not the guys. I want the guys up at the two guys smoke shop. If you're a first-time smoker or you're looking for a great, go in and see them. They'll put you at ease. They'll make you feel at home. They'll get you the best the guy you can get for the best deal. You can't beat it. And then whenever I'm in New Hampshire again, if I'm in high-speed police chase or something, I'll stop in and have a smoke with those two guys. Why, thank you, Lenny Clark. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. I. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a dwarf. Uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except 
It's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today. And we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. we got the uh, Brick House event going, $5 in a comfortable chair. Sean Posen, nice enough to come visit us, even though his wife is in dilating, for God's sakes, <laughs> and he still came up. He's awesome. So, so he is a great guy, and they're, they're a great company, and uh, Right now, all I can say is uh, your prayers. That's all you can do. You, can, you can't do anything but pray that that company stays uh, intact and everything stays Why good for our... Why it got to be the nice guys right. that get it? Yep. And then it's a shame. Then you got uh, people out there bullying and doing bad things. And, uh, you know, e- e- even in the cigarette business, when um, all kinds of... Um, in the 70s, when all kinds of legislation went down on cigarette companies, the bigger cigarette companies actually didn't fight it. It actually worked to their advantage to get hurt. Same thing is going to happen in the industry if the FDA uh, does everything that they said they were considering doing, that the big companies will um, get bigger and the smaller companies will get eliminated. Yes. Uh, They won't be able to afford the regulations that are going to happen. It's going to get ugly. And um, so, as I said, every, everything, uh, look, look at the cigar industry today, enjoy it for what it is until the, the pounding happens, and the industry will look different, and it will be up to um, manufacturers and retailers at that point to get creative and come up with uh, ways to keep this cigar industry interesting, because if no new cigars come out for seven years at a time, it's going to be uh, a pretty boring industry. Uh, I personally, as a cigar geek myself, love trying new stuff. Love it. You know, nothing wrong with uh, having a brand that you like and you like Brick House and that becomes your brand but something new comes out and you see this weird looking uh, cigar called The Great White and you want to try one. It came out for one week a year. You want to try it. This all goes away. That's why it's going to be so bad. Uh, Cigar Journal. We just heard a commercial for them. Cigar Journal does their um, annual trophy awards that happen at the IPCPR trade show where they give the awards to. It always falls in line with the Davidoff Golden Band Awards, and I can't be at two places at once, so we weren't there. But we have the information of what what came, and we talked about it before it even happened, and we kind of gave what what our guesses would be. So, for instance, uh, for the best brand uh, the 2014 nominations for Best Brand, um, the nominees were the Davidoff Nicaraguan, the Don Julio um, Panta, the uh, Fernando Leon Family Reserve, the Gurkha 125th Anniversary, and the Flor Dominicana Oro. And um, this was a slam dunk for us. Um, me, Jonathan, and Barry all chose the Davidoff Nicaraguan, yeah. which was correct that uh, Davidoff Nicaraguan becomes the best cigar out of the Dominican Republic. I just find it weird that it's called the Davidoff Nicaraguan using all Nicaraguan tobacco, and it's the best cigar in the Dominican Republic. That is interesting. Interesting. And that's interesting, too. 
uh, in Honduras, uh, the best brand for 2014 in Honduras. Um, we had three different choices that we said there. The uh, nominees were the Alec Bradley Black Market, the Camacho Corojo, which uh, I chose as the best Honduran, Flor de Savalas, S-E-L-V-A, Flor de Salva. Sounds close enough. Yeah. La Polina Maduro, which Barry chose, and the Rocky Patel Edge with Jonathan chose. And the winner for that was the Honduras best brand Honduras was Alec Bradley, which none of us chose. Oh. Interesting. Um, we have the I gotta put my glasses on. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I'm struggling over there. Struggling. Do you want me to read the ones that are the nominees and you read the uh, the thing? Okay. All right. So, so we're looking for best brand in Nicaragua. Best brand in Nicaragua was uh, nominated Cane Daytona, Hoya de Nicaragua Antania, Antanio, La Aroma de Cuba Mi Amor, San Latano Maduro, and the Padron Family Reserve, which is what we all picked. And we were all right. We got that. Um, let's go to the best cigar in the Dominican Republic. Best cigar in Dominican Republic was the Davidoff Nicaraguan Toro. Diamond Crown Julius Caesar, which I picked. You and Barry both picked the Nicaraguan. Uh, nope, you're not looking at best. Oh, best cigar. Yeah. Oh, best cigar, not best brand. Best cigar. Okay, go ahead. Um, and then we had uh, Fuente, Fuente, Opus X, Super Bellicoso, Gurkha 125th, Zeno Platinum Crown Series, Barrel. And uh, which one was the winner? Is Fuente, Fuente, Opus X. And none of us picked it. None of us picked it. They got one. it wrong. Okay, best cigar in Honduras was uh, Alec Bradley Family Blend, Camacho Criollo Robusto, CAO Osa Soul Lot 54, La Polina El Diario. Diario. I like Diario. <laughs> Robusto. And uh, Rocky Pell, Bertel, The Edge, Toro, Corojo. And what do you got? Uh, you and Barry, it looks like, picked the Camacho, and I picked Rocky Patel. Rocky Patel wins it. Bam, so I'm, I'm ahead right now. Okay, we got uh, Best Cigar in Nicaragua. Cane Daytona Corona, Flor de Las Antillas Toro, Family Reserve, Number 5 Maduro, Perdomo 20th, which I picked, uh, Anniversary Maduro, and Undercrown Grand Toro. You and Barry picked the Padron. I picked Perdomo. Okay. And it was Perdomo, huh? It is Perdomo. So I'm, I'm now winning by two. There we go. You wow. got it. So best value. Nope. Let's go to be best value, Dominican Republic. Okay. Best value was uh, from Aging Room Quattro F55, which we all picked. And we all got it. And it's over. And it's over. Uh, That's good. That's good. Yeah, go ahead. You do Honduras. Honduras. We got Alec Bradley Black Market, Flordy Copan, Flordy Selva, which Barry picked, Rocky Patel The Edge, which you and I picked. Flordy Silva. Flordy Silva. Hey. No kidding. So, Barry, you got a point there. Nice. That's it. Barry, uh, what is that cigar? That is a cigar. I honestly have no idea. Really? Yep. It was and you just picked that anyway. They, yep. they talk about that a lot in that magazine. I see yep. advertisements for yep. it. I see them talk about it. They like it very much. I don't think it's available in the United States any longer. I think years ago it was. I know it was. Okay. Uh, but um, I, don't, I don't see it out there anywhere in the United States. Yeah, the vote was just because of the coverage that the magazine has okay. given it. So. All right. So an educated vote right there. And... Uh, Hey, it, it is what it is, and uh, uh, it's interesting what they do and the contenders that they put on and all that stuff, so uh, it's good. And it's uh, time now for us to uh, take a look at the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The cigar. 
was built on social media. All Recluse cigars go through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse cigar today. All right. An apple a day is nuts. Ask Eve, Snow White, Blackberry, or any pig at a luau. Here we go. (laughs) Toilet paper. The best example of missing what you had once it's gone. Yeah. Donald Sterling's girlfriend says she's going to run for president someday. Yeah, right. Like we would ever elect someone who records private phone calls and conversations. Cigar taxes are meant to discourage smoking. So the income tax must be meant to discourage working? You wrote them, baby. What does it say? The best Let's tweet, go over that a little bit. The best tweet I saw all week. My definition of intelligence is hearing the William Tell Overture and not thinking of the Lone Ranger. That's what it is, the Lone Ranger song. Today's social media is brought to you by Recluse Cigars Rolled N2 Bar, the old Cuban way, for an effortless and perfect draw every time. <clears throat> All right, we got some inside news with Barry. Oh. What do you got for news, rumors? What's going on? You know, it's this time of year, and nothing really new is coming out. So everything. No, nothing new. No, everything new goes around cigar taxes and bans. And one of the newest bans comes from Louisiana, where all public colleges are now smoke free. This includes LSU, Grambling, and Tulane, amongst many others. That's BS. Cuba yeah. Rica has a new cigar coming out called Barabbas that is limited to 33 accounts. Bring me Barabbas. And it also includes uh, those 33 accounts is a uh, show sponsor, Two Guys Smoke Shop. The cigar comes in one size, 5.5 by 54, and has an MSRP of $20. Kind of strong, Barry. You're going to love it. The name, is, uh, the name and number are both biblical in nature. As you know, Barabbas is the prisoner freed by Pontius Pilate mm. instead of Jesus of Nazareth before the latter's crucifixion. Jesus. <laughs> the number 33 was the believed age of Jesus at his time of death. Yeah. But a little-known fact is that later Barabbas was so moved by Jesus' followers that he later gave up his own life so one of his followers could live. Wow. So Didn't know that. Yep. And uh, Massachusetts has uh, some raising of legal age to smoke. Belmont, Massachusetts is going to pass into law on September 15th. Raising the age from 19 to 21. Ooh. And Foxborough, Ooh. Massachusetts has officially passed the age to 21. Violators of the new law will be fined $300 and have their ta- tobacco Terrible. license suspended. Terrible. So, so 19 to 21. So they went from 18 to 19. Yep. Then they went to 19 to 21. This is a perfect example of you give them an inch, they take a mile. Yep. So they're going to go now from 21 to 156 or something. You know, it's <laughs> I can ask you guys a quick question. Yeah. Yeah. And Barry, I guess, specifically. Because, Jonathan, I don't think you and I were alive for this. What was, what was the wow. public... <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Well, it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. What was the public... What was the public reaction when they turned the drinking age nationally from 18 to 20? Boy, it hit home for me because I was 20 when it went to 21. So you were already drinking? Yes, I was drinking for years. They didn't grandfather clause you in? No. So the places that I would go to and I walk back in and they say, hi, Dave, I need your ID. I said, I've been coming here for probably five years, not three. (laughs) I've been coming here for years. He says, I need your ID. I remember one place in particular. And I said, okay. And I gave him my ID thinking he wouldn't even look at it. You know, he just had a look or whatever. And he looked at it and goes, you can't come in. 
after I've been going there for many years. That's messed up. Yeah, it's amazing. You can die for your country in battle, but you can't have That's a it. drink or a cigar. Yeah, it makes no for, sense for no reason. Did they fight it for you Is guys? It? Did they fight that? No, it wasn't even. Fought yeah, like you know, it was public out. You know, outcry, out uproar, whatever you want to say. You know what but. the hook was? That more kids got in auto accidents. And here there is, they change it from 18 to 21. And guess what? More kids get in an auto accidents. Still. Yeah, it's not the drinking. Yeah. It's the stupidity. So. Can you outlaw stupidity? No. All right, so another item of note is while smoking is allowed on casino floors in Las Vegas, one thing that went unnoticed is that during the recently concluded World Series of Poker, smoking was banned from the event. While there haven't been any discussions to ban smoking completely, Wynn Hotels, Las Vegas Sands Corp., and MGM Resorts both have willingly banned smoking at new resorts that they just, uh, just opened up in Macau, which is a resort town in China. It's legal to smoke in China, but they decide to make their new gambling facilities smoke-free. Wow. Big mistake. Dells, Wisconsin is set to pass a law that will make it illegal to smoke on city sidewalks. God almighty. And the last item of note is uh, Crown Heads is coming out with a regional release called Tennessee Waltz. It's going to be for Tennessee retailers only. Yeah. And uh-huh. it's named after the song that was playing when John Huber's grandfather met his grandmother. Great Boy, song. He, he has lots of stories, song-related and, yeah. and, and awesome stuff, so that's great anyway. And Johnny Cash covered Tennessee yeah. Waltz, which the latest Jericho Hill was a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Cash thing. Yeah. Hopefully one week I'll get through this without tripping over my own tongue. Yeah, it'll never happen, but that's okay. That's part of your charm. But notice, that's because I'm a linguist. Notice a very cunning one. <laughs> yeah. Notice that he doesn't give you a hard time about it, just me. That's it. Well, you make believe you're a professional disc jockey. And I am a professional disc you jockey. Write, you write, I don't read. You write your own script, and you can't even read the, the tweet. And the reason why you took it away from me, it was my idea and my project, and I did it. I'm taking that away from you. You don't even read it properly. Okay, and then you don't read it properly. But I, At least I'm outdo expon- me and, I'm, and show I'm me up. exponentially better than oh you are. Oh, my God. Exponentially. Read that one you didn't even read. I read it. You don't have it even in your hand because I have to not only take it, I have to provide it to you. I have to carry it with me. I have to bring it to you so that you have it. You, you say it that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> and, you, and then you beat up Barry for not being prepared. You don't have your stuff and you're not prepared. you gotta, you got to talk to talk and walk to walk, all, my man. i got them all printed hey, out there the ready record, to go. For the record, I'm prepared every week. I'm just the new kid that hasn't been included with the cutter. Unless these are your personal cutters coming out of your own pocket. They, they sent them to us special. The people They're the last Perdomo. two they had. They didn't have them. They did a pr- promotion years ago with the Pernomo cutter, and they only had – they sent us one. Yeah, and and, and they I called up one, and yeah. said, we need two more because Chuck would need one. And they said, we only have one more, and they sent it to us. And after the double-age review, Janine probably wouldn't say Oh, yeah, right. you're, you're, you're out. I'm done. You are out. You're going to get the real review next week on the show <laughs> because I'm going to smoke it as I go on. And, uh, Which in and of itself may not be a fair review because you love I Ecuadorian love, shade. I, and, I, and I love the Perdomos. And I All love right. their cigar. we got to take a peek into the asylum because Chuck keeps chatting in our ears. we got to get him to stop. Go ahead. <laughs> They're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. Hee-hee. Ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. 
Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right. That's Asylum. Johnny Lee Banks Jr. of Birmingham and his wife Zelda Banks filed the lawsuit on Tuesday. They are suing the hospital, doctors, and others for medical malpractice. The lawsuit alleges that Banks went to Princeton Baptist Medical Center in Birmingham, Alabama last month for a routine circumcision. When he woke up from the anesthesia, his penis was missing. Banks' lawyer argues that the mistaken amputation has caused the man extreme pain and that his wife is also suffering. A hospital spokeswoman says the claim lacks merit and was quoted as saying, Johnny Lee is my cousin, so of course, I have seen him naked, and it wasn't that big to begin with. <laughs> That's insane. Insert small penis joke here. That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. Wow, the show went by fast. It flew by. This is the Great White. It is available today till through next Saturday. Or till it runs out. Or till it runs out, which will probably happen even sooner than that. Look for it. There's a handful of cigar shops around the country carrying it. And when it's gone, it's gone. And we hope to have a different uh, shock-type cigar for next year's, if the FDA doesn't shut us off from that. Next week, Roy Kirby, the New England sales rep for Perdomo Cigars, will join us with their latest and greatest. It's called Double Aged by Perdomo. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. We'll uh, keep up to date with news and information coming from Barry. And uh, what else do we got? Uh, the following week, we got Mr. Jonathan uh, producing the show. That's an event in and of itself. Always, always. I mean, it's been on the show sheet for weeks. Uh, and coming up in the future, Pete Johnson, Matt Booth. Hendrick Kellner Jr. and uh, a road trip to Connecticut. I understand they're having a new store going to be opening. I don't know if you got that information. No, I did not. Yeah, so I'll let you in on some of the inside news uh, so you can tell the inside news. <laughs> Remember, folks, this show and every show from the Cigar Authority is absolutely free and, in my opinion, worth every penny, if you ask me. For Mr. Jonathan, Barry Stein, Chuck Morrison, happy birthday to Terry. Yeah, baby. Out there, and congratulations to Sean Poza uh, and his wife for their new baby uh, coming any minute right now. I'm David Garofalo. We'll catch you live next Saturday. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. When you're smoking your great white, holding the band as you're supposed to hold it, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll see you next week, everybody. cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. 
Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie. 